50 degrees. Wow. It's a very short winter. Well, a report from the Labor Department has revealed that job openings in the U.S. have reached their lowest level in two years. What does all this mean? We turn to the expert that we completely trust and have for years, the principal and CEO of the Anderson Economic Group, Patrick Anderson. Patrick, always a pleasure and a privilege to be able to touch base with you. Welcome. Is the team responding here to no sound on the air? Okay. Hello. Can you hear me, Paul W.? I can now. (laughs) I don't know what. That's happening a little too often here, kids. Um, I go to a guest and there's nothing there, Uh, but I'm glad you're there and it's good to have you here. So did you hear my whole opening? I think I did. Yeah, all right. The, all right. the economy is clearly slowing down, and we've been warning about this for a while. There was a lot of uh, a lot of distortion from the pandemic programs, from the extra cash, uh, largely from the federal government, and of course the strike really affected us here in southeastern Michigan, the yeah. UAW strike. Right. But overall, generally the economy is slowing down, and that means fewer job opportunities out there, and that's been happening for months. We we are told by the White House that they've created more jobs than anyone else in history. Of course, they don't take into account how many jobs fell by the wayside because of the pandemic and other things. But we're really now starting, aren't we starting to feel the effects of of the inflation and the other things that affect these businesses and their ability to continue to maintain the roles of employees and do their jobs and still make a profit so they can continue to exist? That's definitely the case. I mean, inflation, everybody listening here has been affected by it. You all know when you go to the grocery store, you fill up at the pump, you buy other things, it just costs more. And that means you have less money to pay for discretionary purchases or even things that you really need. And that translates into people buying fewer things and fewer jobs. A particular worry that we have, and we've been articulating this over the last couple of years, is the price of vehicles, which is our number one export to the rest of the world, been going up. The number of weeks a person has to work to afford such a car has been going up. And that's even before interest rates and financing costs go into it. So there's no question that that, uh, our major export that is – Uh, responsible for so many jobs in uh, Michigan and Ohio and Indiana and Ontario uh, is becoming more expensive, harder to buy. That's hurting our ability to sell and build cars, and it's cutting down on the number of jobs we can offer. Patrick, 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 you're saying this was taking place long before the new UAW contracts and then long before all of the greater expenses the car companies are going to have We've been having problems like that before that? We, we were. It was already starting. Uh, and the unfortunately, the damage that was suffered uh, to a lot of workers, including people working here and people at suppliers, uh, was serious and real. We're, some of that production we're never getting back. And now price, car prices are going to be going up, uh, not just with the Detroit 3. I mean, you're gonna see, you've already seen Hyundai, Honda, Toyota. Other raise, uh, other automakers raise wages. In a lot of cases, wage increases that are totally justified. But uh, our particular industry uh, definitely suffered a body blow here from that UAW strike, and the costs are going to be affecting it. When you add on the inflation, which is 
totally out of Washington, D.C. Nobody here caused that inflation. And the higher interest rates, again, something that comes right out of the inflation that we've got from our federal government, uh, then it, it really does hurt uh, companies and states that build durable goods like cars, appliances, and other things that are important. And Michigan is one of those states. So it's hurting us. Interesting, uh, because really, it, it seems, but you're the expert, Patrick Anderson, principal and CEO of Anderson Economic Group, the gold standard. Or now, do I have to say platinum, because platinum is more valuable than gold? I don't, even, I don't price those <laughs> things, but the platinum standard. Uh, the job market was showing surprising resilience, even as the Federal Reserve raised their benchmark uh, interest rate. And my gosh, they did it, what, 11 times? Yeah. And, uh, and this, that, that's definitely true. One of the things that's distorting that unemployment rate, though, is the sheer number of people that dropped out of work. Uh, and that's, that's a real societal problem where we got a substantial number of people that just stopped working. Uh, and that the federal government programs definitely distorted that during the pandemic. Some people took the cash, didn't work, and then decided they didn't want to go back to work. Uh, uh, so it affected them. But I, you really have to take the current unemployment rate with a certain grain of salt, because if you look back at the number of people working, it's only about 60% of our population. So uh, that's also important. And for those of us who care about that Midwestern work ethic, uh, that's something we need to think about in Michigan. Wow. Um, yeah, because it was, it seems like it wasn't that long ago I was uh, trying to help various companies who would contact me and say, we can't find workers. We can't find people to hire. Um, I, is that still a problem? They, there definitely wasn't. You and I both heard of Paul W. where employers would say, I can't get my workers to come back because they say, hey, the government gives me enough money that I don't need to work. Why do yeah, I come yeah, in? That's right. Uh, now, the federal government program is over related to that, but it did have an effect on, on some people's work ethic. It, it had an effect on whether people wanted to go to work, it, whether their skills were, were still sharp. And unfortunately, we're still dealing with that. And I'm looking right here at the statistics. And again, we only have about 60% of our of our uh, total workforce or available adults working. Uh, and that's that's something that's a, a problem. Uh, and it's it's not just a Michigan problem, but when you are a state that that really has a reputation as uh, uh, having a Midwestern work ethic, ability to build things ability to come to work in the winter and the summer and you start having people drop out of the labor force and some of them move on out of the out of the state it's it's a problem and and you're right to call attention to it now even though the unemployment rate's still relatively low that inflation and some of those government programs are really hurting us and the we haven't heard the r word in a while are we past the the problem of the recession <laughs> now, uh, we we actually had a bit of a, a recession. We had two straight quarters that went down. Uh, I and others pointed it out, but I said to myself, <laughs> there's no way any, any recession is going to be declared during the current administration. So, uh, <laughs> that is the classic uh, had, definition, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we had we had a period that would otherwise be called a recession already. Uh, and the economy's slowing down. And, you know, when, when you look at the GDP, particularly for Michigan, I mean, I think there's a very good chance we, the fourth quarter is a bit of a recession just for our state because of the strike. 
Always depending on you, Patrick, and we really appreciate it. Quick last word, anything? No, but uh, great to be here. We were down at Mish Auto uh, yesterday in Detroit, and so a lot, of, a lot of good things about our industry. I hope we snap back because we need to. Well, you're absolutely right about that. Here is hoping and praying. More on that when we have more time. Patrick Anderson, Principal and CEO, Anderson Economic Group. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Paul W. We uh, continue here on News Talk 760 WJR. Tim Wahlberg, Congressman Tim Wahlberg, is going to be with us. Uh, he's got uh, a bill to protect automobile choice, and he's also uh, endorsing Mike Rogers for United States Senate. We'll talk about that, too, coming up next.